0: Welcome to Way to Live's sixth episode. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly, sharing new topics of well-being with you every week. Much of what I've discussed on this podcast so far has been about how external elements like our environments, work, nature, and society affect our health and wellness. But for this episode, I wanted to look inward and have a conversation about our physical health. Moving our bodies is super important for us, but easier said than done, right? So, there are actually four types of fitness, and each of them contribute in a different way to a healthier body. Let's go over them. One, strength and endurance. Building muscle has many benefits besides being stronger and increasing endurance. It increases blood flow, bone density, burns calories, and lowers blood pressure. Two, cardiovascular. An exercise focused on our hearts and lungs increases their longevity as organs, reduces heart-related diseases, Type 2 diabetes, lowers blood pressure, and improves our quality of sleep. Three, flexibility. Activities like stretching, yoga, and Pilates increase our flexibility, which helps us improve our range of motion, posture, coordination, balance, and decreases muscle soreness. Four. Balance. Many times, it's underrated as a focus in our workout routines, but balance allows us to stabilize our bodies. As we get older, it's harder for us to maintain balance. Actively working on our balance prevents falls, speeds up injury recovery, improves posture, and strengthens our muscles. So how can you unlock the power of motivation and stay motivated to prioritize physical fitness? I have two special guests who know exactly what it takes to adopt a healthier lifestyle, who I will introduce now. Today, I'm excited to introduce this week's guests, Blake and Bradley Carpenter, who I've known forever. Uh, They're basically family to me. We grew up going to the same Christmas Eve party, uh, Chuck E. Cheese birthday parties, which I have a great photo of, um, and have a vacation together. Years later, we ended up moving to Texas. Uh, I'm in Austin, and they live in Fort Worth, Texas. They are directors at a camp transformation center in Fort Worth and Arlington, and they're also accountability training coaches. Uh, I'm so glad to have them on the show. Thank you all for coming on.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having us. Super, super happy for you starting the podcast. Super glad that you guys chose, you know, you chose us to be such an early podcast. So, uh, yeah, it's
2: great to have you out here in Texas with us as well.
0: I know, How, right? How did that happen? We just it, both, we all it, ended up in Texas.
2: <laughs> i <together>, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: California has taken over Texas. Um, it really is. <laughs> all right. So let's get this interview started. Yeah. Um, can you tell the audience who you are and what you do in the fitness industry?
1: Yeah. Yeah. My name's Brad. Like she said, uh, I'm the director of the camp transformation center in South Fort Worth. We are a fitness and wellness center. So we focus on education in order to achieve a long-term goal, which is changing your lifestyle. So people come to us usually because they say they want to lose weight and uh, you know, we're not like a weight loss center. We're, we're here to, change the way people view food and view fitness as a whole because that's how
2: you really change uh, your lifestyle. biggest excuses we have out there is that we're too busy but everybody's too busy right Mm -hmm. but we also have the same amount of time in a day so we just help folks find that time in the day where they can spend a little bit of time working out and making sure they're drinking enough water and just being a little bit selfish and focusing on their health.
0: So can you tell us about your journey through fitness? How did it start? And what is your philosophy about it now?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it started, it, it's all come Forever. from, yeah, it, yeah, from, it, from, it, I mean, it <laughs> from our, mostly our father, our father kind of grew up in the fitness world. I mean, he's really, really athletic person and he mm-hmm. really excelled when it came to sports in high school and sports in uh, college. So he's really, he, his life has really been molded through that. You know, he had a pretty troubling childhood, but sports has really helped him move about life and become the man that he is. So like he made sure that he instilled those ethics onto us. And, um, you know, at the beginning, it was challenging, of course, being coached by our father. He's a hardcore (laughs) guy. I Uh, bet. uh, um, Discipline and honor. Yeah, so we, <laughs> but we were reaping the benefits of
2: the sport kind of
1: world and athletics in general. So that's kind of where it all, where it all started.
2: Yeah, we played uh, sports in high school. I mean, we did football, basketball, track and field, swimming, um, rallies, you know, done a wrestling and a little little jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just grown up playing sports out in, you know, sunny Southern California, mm-hmm. um, swimming at the beach and during the summer, you know, going to the lake and just, you know, being out and about moving. And so we, we didn't make uh, much of an impact in college level, but it just has always been our lifestyle, I guess. Um, yeah. We've always focused life around our working out and making sure we're getting to the gym and making sure we're eating and, you know, really trying to just maintain that and, and hopefully do it for the long run. So mm-hmm. came out to Texas to help folks, you know, learn about that lifestyle, but it was more of a hobby for us on the side and just our, our lifestyle. And then we had education in school and work and everything else around that
1: yeah we've had you know we've had a unique opportunity to be raised by very amazing parents who've totally instilled discipline in our lives and I think athletics has a lot to do with discipline and accountability and consistency and these values are super important in everyday life when it comes to really anything. So, you know, we were just super fortunate to have that kind of upbringing and that kind of just
2: conditioned
1: over to what we do today, which is instilling that in people that haven't had
2: that opportunity.
0: Mm -hmm. So it sounds like fitness is also about values to you all and lifestyle. Um, So it's much more than just working out for an hour a day. Um, So what aspects of health and well-being resonate with you most?
2: Um, that's a great question. I mean, for me, it's really the relationship that you have with yourself. Um, You know, that's that self love thing is, is is a real deal, you know, and every single human being has their insecurities out there. And for me, always having the gym and being able to work out has really helped me develop a, a mind body connection. And it's really made me aware of the space that I have here, you know, on earth and and, you know, reality. And so it's, it's, it's been a place for me that's helped me release stress. If I have hard times with, you know, relationships or work or life, you know, I could go to the gym and play basketball for two hours and body up with some guys, or I could go lift some weights and, you know, just play that game. And just, it, it really helped me mull things over mentally as well. Yeah. And so, you know, this month, Bradley and I were, Bradley's turning 30. I'm turning Ooh, 30. Ooh,
0: the big 3-0. Oh. So, yeah,
2: yeah. So we're, we're, you know, getting out there and it's, it's really just helped us or at least for me personally um, have that self love and that relationship, you know, become a lot stronger through just working out and it just was a natural thing that I didn't expect to happen, but um, it's been big for me.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Bradley?
2: I view fitness
1: as uh, not only a relationship with yourself, but you need to understand that it is you, you need to have a healthy relationship with fitness itself as well. You know, fitness and just athletics and just working out in general, there's going to be high times and there's going to be low times and finding your workout style is very important so that you can enjoy the process. You know, there's no one perfect way to work out. There's so many different styles and there's so many different ways to go about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's no like, you know, I think think everybody's (laughs) trying to find the right way to, uh, to approach fitness for me to enjoy the process, whether that be through lifting heavy weights or doing calisthenics or doing cardio or just maybe going to the gym just because you like relationships that you build in that gym. You know what I'm the saying? environment, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so for me, I just I think it's important to have just a healthy relationship with fitness and that just like a relationship with anybody is going to evolve over time and that's okay. And it's important to just kind of go with the ebb and flow and just at the end of the day, be consistent because that's the only way you achieve success is if you're consistent through the hard times and of course through the good times.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably one of my biggest things is I get really excited about maybe a new like workout routine, um, and it's just the follow through right like life gets in the way and so you have to prioritize okay am I going to work on work or am I going to work on myself in my body and mind and spirit so um yeah yeah, I like how you put that
1: um it's okay to you know take a break and that's what I think a lot of people especially in our facility when I see that somebody hasn't been in for a month and you know I just I say hey where have you been you know and then they give me this whole like they, they sigh and and like they're down on themselves because yeah. they haven't been here in a oh, month. And uh, it's like no, it's okay. Like you're, yes. you're
0: calling them out on their shit. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yes, but and
0: then hey, when, where have you
1: been? And reinforcing the the idea that it's okay that t- you take a break. You know, it's yeah. okay to, you know, just like a relationship. Or just like anybody, it's okay yeah. to take a break w- with somebody. But then it's important to rekindle that relationship and then learn mm-hmm. from that and then move forward.
0: Mm-hmm. It's all about balance, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: so speaking about routines, uh, so what are you, your all's daily routines? What do they look like? Um, I know that you all work at gyms and these transformation, transformation centers, but for your own personal health, what, what are your routines?
2: It's, uh, it's constantly evolving. You know, um, we moved out to Texas four years ago, didn't know anybody just to bring the camps out here. And there's been ebbs and flows with our personal health and Fitness and you know just relationship with work and it's been wild because it's twenty four seven for us with the work and and um, opening these facilities and expanding and so for me I mean consistently I'd say you know I wake up, take a shower. I try to get you know seven eight hours of sleep. You know that's what it doesn't matter what time I go to bed at. It's mm-hmm. just when I go to bed. It's that's the goal. Um, get up, take a shower, and I like to work out in the morning. Okay, you uh, work out before I eat, but then I'll come home get a good meal in me after a good workout uh that workout just gives me energy for the day and then from there it's um getting it to the office and and going down the list and just calling people emails um orientation sitting down with folks discussing nutrition health um making sure i'm drinking a gallon of water a day mm-hmm. and then uh don't know when we come home you know some days it's 8 p.m sometimes it's 3 a.m it just depends on the oh, day wow. um and we just hit it hard and do the best we can to reach out to as many people, um, you know, via social media and just try to educate folks and then come home, get, you know, throughout the day, try to eat and then get home, eat and pass out and rent some. Re- <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, it, it's always changing. Anybody who runs a
1: business knows that there's no such thing as a schedule for them. because Yeah, of. no. <laughs> Not only because you're having, you know, meetings with clients and everything, but it's how is your staff doing? You know, so like if I have a, you know, when we first open the locations, you have no trainers, you have no front desk, you it's just you. So when you first open the location, <laughs> you're everything. Yeah, you do. You're, you're training every class. So you've got, you know, we've got our first class starts at five a.m. and our last class ends at nine p.m. So if you're training every class and you're signing everybody in, there's not much sleep time. Right? Wow. So that's yeah. the beginning, but now that we have an established uh, employees across both of our locations and our employees are super trained and they're just super passionate, passionate. about what they yeah. do and they they love what they do and they just really want to bring the best to the table every single day that has really helped us kind of free up our time so for mm-hmm. now now that we've got that I'm uh, I usually wake up and um, I usually just kind of hang out I don't really rush out the door like a lot of people kind of do I kind of like to start my morning kind of slow you know, check my emails with, you know, an hour after I wake up. Maybe I like to wake up, have coffee, have lunch or have breakfast mm-hmm. uh, and shower and just kind of start my day. So off. you're
0: not the morning workout person like Blake is. I'm okay. Really,
1: no, I'm best time for you to work out is the best time that fits your schedule right mm-hmm. so for me i usually work out anywhere from like 1 p.m 2 p.m or 3 p.m kind of in that area because i usually like to take a nice nice slow start to my morning and then i get into the facility and i usually do a workout at that point mm-hmm. and my marketer is usually there as well so i usually you know I'm, I'm having conversations with him how did the morning go how's marketing going do my workout and then the first class starts at 5 p.m. So I am usually got my, got my uh, shirt on, my, my camp shirt on okay. at about 4 o'clock. And then we rock and roll throughout the night.
0: Nice. All right. Yeah. And um, so talking about like training people, um, when you do get a new client as a fitness trainer, uh, what's your approach to training them? Um, do you have any um, kind of like what's the carpenter secret, um, if you will, to training your new clients?
2: Um, really, I mean, honestly, for, for us, or for me, I'd say at Camp Arlington, it's about really developing a relationship with the individual and getting to know that person. Um, and, and understanding their past with health and fitness, and then finding a way to, you know, help them understand it's going to be okay to be selfish. Uh, A lot of times we deal with uh, moms that are in their, you know, mid thirties to forties and, and. They've had kids and their kids are kind of moving on growing up and now they have time for themselves. Mm. And so it's helping them develop that schedule with themselves. Um, You know, when it comes to working out, we haven't reinvented the wheel. When it comes to nutrition, we haven't reinvented the wheel. Uh, The biggest thing folks talk about once they go through our facility is definitely the support system and the group of other like-minded individuals that are all there to get healthy, Mm -hmm. whether it's lose weight or learn how to work out or learn about nutrition or just be around a community yeah Um, environment's big and so we really just try to find a way to help folks get implemented into the environment and then start working out and then start learning about the nutrition because we we try to teach and tell folks that it's not a we don't expect you to flip the switch overnight you don't have to go home clear out your closet and fill it with broccoli you know slowly progressing it into your life because you have a lot going on already and when we get folks to realize that and get them to kind of relax and say hey this is for the long run of you know, we want you to be 90 years old and be able to get off the toilet by yourself. That's why mm-hmm. we're on today. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to live those last 30 years of our lives on our own, independently, you know, mm-hmm. we can, if we, if we invest in living a healthier lifestyle today. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just for, you know, I'd say developing that relationship and, and then from there, getting them in and to work out, you know, we just, once you're in there, you're, you got to push your body as hard as your body can go. We need you sweating. It's going to be a challenge, but you know, that's, that's, that's a big part of it. You just got to blast through that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so you know, just like what Blake was saying, it's important to build a relationship with the client and really find out why they're there. Why are they sitting in front of you? Mm-hmm. What, what is your goal? Mm-hmm. How are we going to achieve that goal? What is when you achieve that goal, how is that going to change your life? So, just kind of creating that motivation and that relationship in the beginning is super important. You know, even when we do our consultations and we have a few people in front of us, that's when the experience starts, not only with us, but with the clients that they're sitting next to. Mm-hmm. So everybody wears name tags, not only on their first initial meeting with us, but also every single time that they work out in our facility.
0: Oh, wow, okay.
1: Yeah, because they, we know that this is a mental game. You mm-hmm. know, It's physical, we eat differently, we are gonna be working out, but it's way more mental. Mm-hmm. So we attack that pretty vigorously, and we have a lot of icebreakers when it comes to bringing new clients in, just so that every- That's awesome it's super important to build that community within your facility because a lot of people don't have the support they need at their household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the few, the people that we work with, their, their background isn't health and fitness, not only themselves, but their entire family.
0: Yeah. You know? so mm-hmm.
1: Their family's not going to understand why are you changing the way you eat? Why are you leaving for an hour and working out? Like <sighs> what's going on? Like yeah. they, they get pushed back from their family. So it's important mm-hmm. that, we band together as a group in, within our facility so that we can communicate that to each other and communicate those struggles, and so that people have 50 minutes where they can be in a positive environment and work on themselves, and that will, in effect, make them want to come back, uh, which means they're going to eventually hit their fitness goals. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's the, at the end of the day, we really try to help folks keep accountable out in the real world. You know, We could educate all day long on how to work out. We could educate all day long on how to eat properly. But if they're not applying that to their life out there, once they leave the facility, then it really becomes challenging. We're really a results-driven facility. That's how we become have become successful in the fitness industry is we provide results and we do it quickly, but it comes down to us helping the clients stay accountable in the real world. And so we use a, a process where we have uh, a, a challenge that folks come in and uh, they come in with a little bit of skin in the game and then we give them accountability tools that require them to do what we tell them to do mm-hmm. out there in the world. And if they don't do what we tell them to do, then they don't get the results and then they won't get the, the, the skin that they put in the game back. Right. And so it's really helped them get results. And then once we get results for folks, that's where we say, hey, you want to hang out with us and become a member? Mm-hmm. And usually that's when folks, you know, fall in love with the process. They get to really know the community. Everybody's got the name tags on, like Brad said. So, you know, everybody's name in there. You're feeling comfortable.
0: Yeah. You don't feel like a number. Um, yeah.
2: So yeah. It's, a, it's, you know.
0: You all are community builders.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> that's exactly what, yeah. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. awesome. Um, and so do you notice when people first sign up at the gym, Uh, that they're super motivated. um, But is there an average length of time that goes by when your clients start to lose steam or motivation? And uh, what do you do to help them kind of combat that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be obviously different for everybody. But in general, when it comes to our six week challenge that we do, usually week one, it's really awesome, not only because they're motivated, but because it's the first week that they're working out and changing their eating habits. So their weight loss is just freaking dramatic, right? Mm-hmm. So they're super motivated. Week two is where it gets a little funny because they're expecting that big weight loss week one. And then week two, it's just going to change because you just had that big weight loss. So week two is when it gets a little weird. And then week three for, for I would say on average, most people is when we really need to start sitting down and having the conversation of it's okay. This is a long journey. you know, Don't worry about. Don't worry about, you know, you, just because you don't think you're at a position you need to be at this point doesn't mean you need to throw in the towel. You know, we have a, we have a YouTube channel, Carpenter TC where we have motivational speaking on, you know, motivational speech on there for that specific
2: time when mm. people get kind of demotivated. A big part of it is that our clients battle with the scale, the number on the scale. And mentally, our job is to tell folks that it's not about the scale. It's about your body and what's going on. And it's going to be a process. It's you know mm-hmm. That six-week challenge, we say, hey, you're not going to get in one week. You're not going to get in two weeks. I'm going to need six weeks to help you get true results. I just need you to be motivated, patient, and positive throughout those entire six weeks. Week one, you're going to lose weight. Week two, you're going to lose weight. Week three, you might gain weight, but that's just the body playing with you. Keep going. You're mm-hmm. going to need to make it to six weeks. And when we start getting people to breathe and understand that, and stop freaking out when they jump on the scale that's when it starts to become more enjoyable and yeah you start to realize oh okay i am living a healthy lifestyle people think oh my gosh i'm not losing weight it's not working i give up and they freak out and try to mm. find something else and that's where we're just you know week three week four week five is hey no let's sit down let's talk what's wrong you're okay let's readjust and yeah. get you back on track
1: you know yeah. just as your weight isn't moving at a rate that you expect doesn't mean there's other factors that are not improving. Let's yeah. focus on those factors. How do you feel physically? How's exactly. the relationship you're having with fitness? Has that changed in the past three weeks? You know, we don't want them to, we don't want them to think about their weight at all. Honestly, yeah. it, we just want them to, to focus on small daily goals and then that will influence their weight loss in the long run. And if their weight isn't changing at a rate that we expect, then we will change something for them. But yeah. all we want them to do is follow our directions and uh, not focus on their weight. Yeah. They,
2: they, they say it, take, or go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I was going to say it sounds like the scale is actually a big hindrance um, to people becoming demotivated. Are there, is that kind of the number one challenge that you see? Or are there other challenges that your clients face?
2: It's, it's a battle with the scale and then the BMI chart, the body okay. mass, mm-hmm. You know, Cause that tells us our national average for a height to weight ratio. And people go to the doctors, they get on the scale and the doctor says, Oh yeah, BMI chart, you're overweight, you're obese, or you're type two obese, morbidly obese, whatever. Right. And it just frees people out. And then a lot of times they're not getting the, nutri- or the information they need on what do I need to do to change that? They're just, you know, getting told you got to be healthier. You got to work out. You got to go to a <laughs> gym. And so when they come to us you know that's where we we really try to get that education going because the only thing we can control as human beings is what we put in our mouth and how hard we push our body in the fitness there so we just try to keep people motivated and focused on hey you are in control you need to just control and think about what are you putting into your system food is nothing more but fuel for your body that like gas is for a car right yeah and so we try to teach people like that and get them to realize it and then think about it when they're at work put an alarm on your phone you got a tool that's kind of you know put an alarm every 30 minutes to remind you to drink water because that's very important right
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: Stuff like that that people don't think about because they're just not conscious of themselves they're worried about work or they're worried about school or their kids and they're not thinking about themselves and their systems and their health
0: mm-hmm. and do you all have uh, nutrition plans that you give to your clients
1: Yeah. So we have a a pretty stock nutrition plan that we give to everybody. Uh, It depends on what gender you are, of course, and what program that you're in Mm -hmm. uh, because those plans change depending on what goal you're trying to achieve. But you know, like Blake was saying in the beginning, we haven't reinvented the wheel. All we're doing is we're eating whole natural foods and we're being consistent and we're putting you at a caloric deficit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you want to lose weight, Eat less calories than you're burning, and make sure your macros, your proteins, carbs, and fats are on point, and uh, and uh, the rest will follow if you're, of course, consistent. So yeah, we've got several different meal plans. We run a, a program called our 21 Day uh, Program that we recite. We we have different meal plans each three week program that we do there.
2: We're constantly just educating folks on acronym for us, where it's like um, D I E T. Right? Did I eat today? That's what I like to tell people. Um, We don't tell people you're on a diet. We want to help folks get on a nutrition plan, something that you can do for the rest of your life, right? Not just something that you can get quick results. And then when you stop, you gain your weight back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to any sort of diet or any sort of nutrition plan, it's just all about making sure that you're implementing the right types of foods within that nutrition plan. Um, And then from there, getting your sleep. You know, people don't think about sleep. They just think about nutrition or they just really, they just think about working out.
0: Right. Yeah. Just hit in the gym. I'll be good. Yeah. And, uh, I'll see results from that, but it's actually more holistic than that. Right.
2: Oh, way more. It's just like Bradley said, there's just so many levels to it. It's not just one thing, fix all, mm-hmm. um, you know, working out's the least important. It's nutrition's definitely very important and re- sleeping and recovery is very important. Yeah. And then the working out's around the, you know, backside of it, but you kind of do a little bit of everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so for people who are wanting to make the first move towards a physically healthier lifestyle, what would you recommend to them? So we kind of talked about you know holistic approach, but uh, what would be your recommendations?
2: What do you think, Brad?
1: Just fine, just, it's important, and I'm sure your listeners can understand this, it's important to understand that you will not be consistent unless you enjoy the process. So finding a community and finding people that you enjoy being around with I think is super important. So if you feel uncomfortable in 24 Hour Fitness or Planet Fitness, don't force it. Try to, you know, go to a more smaller boutique style gym or try yoga class or try, you know, a lot of facilities like ours love giving out 7 days free. So you know, go explore your options that you have out there. And uh, your odds of actually sticking and finding something you enjoy Jitsu, you know, Cross anything, fit. CrossFit, like a running a- club, yeah, you know, a right. club, like a Facebook <laughs> group that you know, anything that Workshop you enjoy. There you go. Is gonna, you know, put you, get you, get you to where you want to be.
2: Yeah, and and I would say um, two things as well. One, you know, to apply starting today, everybody should drink a gallon of water, hydrate your body. Water is the elixir of life. If there's any secret that I would put out there, if there was a secret, in my opinion, it'd be water. And the Um,
0: quality of it, right?
2: Correct. Yeah, exactly. And the quality of water. Um, Water is, you know, as between male and females, we're composed of 65 or 60% water.
0: Mm
2: Or it's our our everything. So do that. And then too, like Riley said, find that community. Um, And then get online. We've got phones, Google, it's phenomenal tool, you know, jump on there and just look up different workout studios and just Try it out, like Brad says, and and it's not about the workout; it's about that environment. So once you walk in there, how do you feel when you walk in? How are you approached? Who are you talking to? Do you feel like they could be your friends? That you know? Do you feel like you could develop a, a awesome fit family with yeah. that Get people there? And then if you feel comfortable, keep going back, be consistent, and then mm-hmm. see what happens. And if it doesn't work out, cool. There's so much out there in the fitness world.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, Okay. And, um, so I would say that having that community is super important and having a gym membership is a great amenity. Um, but for that some people, people, they might not be able to afford it or would rather work out at home considering COVID and everything. Um, what are some maybe fitness equipment that you would recommend for someone looking to invest in a home gym? What are some like critical key, um, key equipment?
1: Yeah, for for me, the first thing that came to my mind I would just say is a dumbbell and you really only need one. Just the, the versatility you can get from just a moderately heavy to even light dumbbell is pretty astonishing. And with COVID, there's a lot of fitness professionals are going online. So I mean shoot, you can go on YouTube and just get thousands and thousands and thousands of different tutorials on how to utilize a dumbbell, fitness classes. I mean And you'll
0: have online classes as well, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. So we've got a lot of online classes that you guys can attend that are, that utilize a dumbbell. If you don't have a dumbbell, then grab a backpack and put books in it. You know, we've got a lot of classes that don't need any equipment, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, for me, I I just, I love the dumbbell. I think it's awesome. Uh, What do you think?
2: Yeah, a dumbbell, um, a kettlebell, just some sort of weighted item, you know, like Bradley said, a gallon of water, a brick, you know, just something you can have with you to put a little resistance on the body, and then from there, just get moving, Um, and just, it's 2020, there's the tools of the internet and the phones and stuff, I mean, you can find communities, if you're not comfortable, if you're somebody that's just not ready to go out there and be in a group like that, you can still be in groups. Mm -hmm. I know we have a lot of clients that are, you know, more staying fitness or healthy at home, with our facebook groups and you know jumping on our youtube channel to to watch the videos and the workouts that we have because you know we provide that support we prefer it in person because we love getting to know people face to face but mm-hmm. we also have you know developed a lot of tools and there are a lot of tools out there that you can utilize via your house and being on the internet
1: yeah you, even they get even less expensive than a dumbbell a band is the what you can do with a band is insane i mean you yeah can work you literally every single muscle in your body with just one band, Low resistance wow. band. and ten dollars on a band and you've got a whole entire gym uh you just have to do your due diligence and jump on google and start learning about it yeah mm-hmm. okay.
0: different There's workouts like,
1: yeah anything is going to take work it's going to take you know education, and education. Yeah. it's just a matter of matter of doing it
0: okay and um so we talked about kind of uh, the home gym and what equipment you would recommend. Do you have any other advice that you'd like to share about lifestyle, health and wellness, just kind of overall?
1: Yeah, for me, it's, and I know I've alluded to this a lot, it's just because it's my truth and it's, and it's what I'm experiencing and going through right now is it's just super important to enjoy the process. You know, for me, I have transitioned from lifting super heavy to,
2: Kind yoga. of going. I was
1: kind of like I was enjoying it. I was super enjoying the process and stuff. But then I realized that I wasn't, and that's okay. Okay. So I pivoted, so now I'm doing more calisthenics, more yoga, more things like this. So it's just important that when you start to kind of not enjoy it as much, you can pivot and then see if you know experience with something else, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll keep that'll keep the ball rolling, right? It'll keep it'll keep the momentum pushing forward and momentum is super huge in this this uh industry.
2: Yeah. For me I would say uh the healthy lifestyle is is about working out, you know, you got to work out, move the body, you know, nutrition. Mm-hmm. That's big. You got to eat healthy, natural, good sources of food. Um recovery, the sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. That's super big. important.
2: And then also just the environment that you're in. I know you 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 work in the field of working with folks environments and how that impacts their mental state and their workflow and all that their experience,
0: and, everything. And yeah. Experience,
2: yeah. And it's, it matters. And another level of it is your cleaning environment where you're clean, where you, where you live. Are you cleaning with healthy natural toxins or are you cleaning with, you know, chemicals and chlorines that, your skin's absorbing. And mm-hmm. you know, we know the indoor environment is about two times more toxic than the outdoor environment.
0: Yeah. And that
2: level of it too. But mm-hmm. I would say those are the big ones that if you can start researching and educating yourself and trying to find different paths that we're late with you. You know, there's no right from wrong. You just have to find what works for you as mm-hmm. an individual and reach out, you know, and find those different streams of education within those realms. If you start focusing on those a lot of positivity is going to come from that, not just with your physical health or mental health, but everything in life. hmm Yeah. You know?
0: Well, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, I think that kind of wraps up my questions. Um, I enjoyed having you on. And uh, if you all didn't catch that, they work at uh, two gyms, and one's in Fort Worth and one is in Arlington. It's called the Camp Transformation Center. Is that correct, guys?
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah.
0: And uh, you can learn more about their gym and kind of what they're doing. I'll be posting about it on my Instagram um, and with this podcast as well. So thank you all so much and uh, hope you have a great rest of the week.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having us on. It was super fun chatting.
2: Yeah, Chels, this has been great. It's been a pleasure jumping on here. This is my first invitation I think on podcast environment so Sweet. this was a lot of fun yeah nice. Thanks for having
0: us on yeah of course you guys are my third uh third interviewees so i'm super excited to have you guys
2: it's great awesome thanks Gels Thank love you
0: if you're interested in seeing what a class is like at the Camp Transformation Centers you can visit them at their gyms or find links to their online classes on my Instagram post. Look up my handle at Way to Live Podcast. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned an old photo I recently stumbled upon of us three at one of my many Chuck E. Cheese birthdays. They have the cutest matching outfit. It's super 90s and could even pass as gym clothes. Maybe they were destined to be physical trainers. Go check it out. Well, this episode has come to an end. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you listen in next week. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly, signing off and wishing you a healthier and happier way to live.